Welcome back to JFabe. We've been away for a while, doing things, haven't we, Jay? Hey. Eh? Yeah, it's eh? all the things, all of them. Yeah, yeah all yeah. of the different things. Yeah. yeah. That music's really loud. Um, I can control that in post. Um, yeah, no, we've been doing all the things. Jay, how have you been? Uh, yeah, really good. Yeah, I've been doing, yeah? doing all right. Yeah, keep playing that music. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how have you been? Yeah, I've been um, variable, mate. Variable. Yeah. Lots of things <laughs> going on in my world. Um, yeah, I mean, pff, what else can I say? Just been, um, just been one thing after another, really. So, um, haven't podcasted in a while. Yeah. So this is new, but the yeah. same, but new, but different, but not different, but kind yeah, of. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, definitely. So yeah, I'm definitely um, Jay. You're definitely Jay. <laughs> I am. I am rich. I don't know which one. Um, so yeah. <laughs> we're going to be talking about revolution today, are we? Um, yeah, AEW yeah. Revolution uh, that happened on Sunday, and it was um, quite the show. Um, uh, I don't know. Jay's got Jay's got a few opinions about it, haven't you, Jay? I mean, when I originally watched it, I thought that maybe the match positioning was a bit off. After rewatching it, I might have been wrong. Um, apart from the tag match and Samojo and Wardlow, other than that, yeah, actually, um, it might have made sense. The yeah, the tag, ma- the tag match, um, tag match probably would have been better at the start. Absolutely. Um, um, Wardlow, Joe. I mean, yeah. great match, but hey. I mean, whatever. Rid- initially, you did say that starting on the six-man tag tag match was a bit of a mistake. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but because of the title change, it made sense to get the crowd into it. But, you know, we'll get into that. My I'm opinion is how it changed. Tag match, a singles match between um, Ricky Starks and Chris Jericho. That was the start, wasn't it? Ah, oh, good fun. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Mm. So, the, so there was a six-man that. tag match. This is on the pre-show. Uh, Mark Briscoe, Lucha Brothers. Um, Penta, El Zero, Miedo and Ray Phoenix. With Alex Abrahantes. Um, they faced Aria Davari and the Varsity Athletes, um, Josh Woods and Tony Neese, with Smart Mark Sterling um, in their corner. Jay, what did you think to the six-man tag team match? Yeah, I didn't watch it. Oh. I imagine it ended with a froggy elbow. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I watched it. Um, Mark Briscoe. I can't remember much from it because it was on Sunday and I was very drunk. I don't remember watching that at all. Well, it was on. <laughs> did we actually watch that? <laughs> we did watch it, yeah. We watched the entire pre-show. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> it was mostly just Where Renee Young stood about talking. You were, you were sat on the couch, slowly going oh. through a bottle of wine. All right. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Hmm. <laughs> well... Um, it was a great match. I really enjoyed it. It was a hard hitting <laughs> affair and a froggy elbow for the win. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to move on from that one um, because that's just, yeah, there's, I think that's a no goer. Uh, Ricky Starks, Chris Jericho, singles match opening the show um, with Jericho Appreciation Society banned from ringside. Uh, match lasted 13 minutes, 35 seconds. 
Jay, what were your thoughts? Well, the crowd was hot for this one, weren't they? Yeah, they're well into Chris Jericho. Um, and and to a Ricky. Extent, Ricky. Ricky Starks. I don't know Ricky Starks. That's funny. Um, because I was thinking, is Ricky that good? Can he be the face of AEW? I hope not. He's got loads of momentum, though. Loads of momentum. He's He's got a lot of momentum. Um... I think he's very good in the ring. He puts on very entertaining matches. Um, I just think he's better utilised as a heel. See your point. Um, but there's nothing stopping him mm. turning heel. Yeah, nothing to stop him turning heel. Um, because there are no faces that he yeah. can go for at the moment. And he's a high profile match. And I can't think of mm. nobody who can go back to Jericho. Who's it going to be? It's true. It's true. I'm kind of... I, I don't know. I can't think of much else that Ricky Starks can achieve at this stage as a face. Turn him back heel and then go for the TNT Championship? Because I can't see Wardlow <laughs> losing to Hobbs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't see Wardlow losing to Hobbs. I, I don't know what they're doing with Hobbs. Um, they're doing that Book of Hobbs thing, but I mean... I can't see Wardlow losing to him, so what's the point? The crowd behind both of them, but Wardlow's kind of fizzling out a little bit. Yeah, um, well, Wardlow's like, been like Wardlow's been fizzling out for a while. Um, I mean, I I don't want to say it, but beats up security. Wardlow has match. <laughs> I like to think that everywhere Wardlow goes, there's just like anyone in a staff T-shirt. It'll just beat the crap out of them. <laughs> Anymore in security t-shirts, like fuck you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Kind of pretty much. It must be a nightmare to go out on, on a night out with. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. With um, this match, Ricky Starks, Chris Jericho, um, Ricky Starks beat him. He won. He did. Um, he did. That was kind of the end of that feud. I mean, I would, the, I would assume. I mean, the spear into the um, co-breaker was pretty good. Yeah, the spear into the coat breaker was very good. Um, that was one of the um, highlights in the match, one of the most memorable parts of the match, actually. And the um, uh, counter to the Judas effect into the Rochambeau. Mm. Rochambeau. Yeah, it was like a like a nice little block, wasn't yeah. it? He, he just kind of put his arm up, up, up it went, and then next thing you know, he's in a Rochambeau. One, yeah, two, three. Like one, two, three. Mm. That match was good. <laughs> yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I, I, there it was, was 13 minutes 35, it warmed won. you up. They were banned from ringside, mm. nothing's going to come of that. Yeah. Nothing will come of that now. Um, who was it who came down the aisle in the end? Was it Sammy Guevara, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. I mean, he was always going to He was always gonna get involved, wasn't he? So. Well, yeah, he was, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't he? Yeah, pretty much. Well, he has to get that. He has to get that pay per view payday, and he's not going to get it from wrestling in pay per view because no one wants to book him for one because he's insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, you know, no code uh, there anymore. No one's pushing to the to the moon, right? Well, yeah, yeah, this is true. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was an alright match. Uh, after that, we got the final burial match. Uh, this was uh, Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy. The last Jack burial. Perry. Um, 
Yeah, final burial match. It was basically a casket match. (laughs) The last burial. (laughs) Um, Yeah, what did you think about this? Because it was kind of a it was kind of a late minute announcement that it was going to be a final burial match, wasn't it? It yeah, yeah, it was. It was literally they kind of announced it the rampage before. Yeah. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember. It was one of the two, but I mean, literally, kind of three or four days at most. You know, one or two days. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's interesting that they're using this kind of match without any kind of like wrestler with a gimmick that would call for a last burial. Because the only wrestler I could really think of that would make any sense would be like Penta. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's no there's no associated gimmick with the whole no, buried alive it's just, thing. Uh, I just hate you and I hate you the, and we're just gonna do this. Well the match was still good. But. I don't know. I I feel like I feel like we were missing a Christian promo where Christian again harps on about Jack Perry's dead dad and challenges him to a casket match. Well, yeah, I guess that like, works. That's what I yeah. feel it missed. But then all um, we got was like a right. video with Jack Perry. Mm. Digging a hole <laughs> with uh, Chris yeah. and Cage on a tombstone. Yeah, I mean it's not even a jungle themed jungle themed match. What kind of jungle themed matches can you think of, Jay? Yeah, exactly. There isn't any, I'm sure. I mean, there's got to be some, right? Rumble in I, the jungle. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. A treehouse match. Treehouse. I'm, I'm just spitballing <laughs> match here. I'm just spitballing here. It lasted 14 minutes and 50 seconds. Um, it was a bit of a through the crowd kind of fighty fight effect, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, great hard work by Chris and Cage. He's living the gimmick. He's still got the toe and neck <laughs> when he's fighting. <laughs> oh, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I have no idea what Christian's wearing recently. Oh, he's he's a he's a bad guy. He has a turtleneck. That's what they do, right? Well, yeah, I suppose. Um, I just Christian in a turtleneck. Yeah. Oh, um, it got grade B on uh, Bleacher Report. Did it? Uh, it did get a grade B. Um, Notable moments and observations. Uh, got bullet points for me here. Here we go. Cage wore a sleeveless turtleneck for this match because he is committed to the bit and the look. Well, I think you've just made that point, haven't you, Jay? You could work for Bleacher Report, mate. I'm not prepared to piss um, on over Bleacher Report, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a fan and a wrestler stole your beer to dump on someone else, would you be mad and want a replacement? I mean, I don't know if that's a notable moment or an observation, but more of an observation. But yeah, sure, I want the beer back. Mm. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Cage, use someone else's beer. Cage... I don't want to part about this. Yeah, bit. Well, yeah. I pay for this. Yeah, it yeah. costs me six quid. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Every time I, every time I see them grab, like, and it's always like a massive one, isn't it? They always, they always manage to grab like an extra large, and uh, like a, a proper. Two liter kind of glass, forty ounce, and throw of, it everywhere. Forty ounce. And I always, I, yeah, yeah. And I always think, how much does that cost that person? <laughs> right. I mean, what if it's their only yeah. beer for that? <laughs> that yeah. What if they've rationed it? What if they have saved up all of their money and they have looked forward all week to having a cool, crisp beer, 
at the AEW pay per view that they've that they've literally just you know remortgaged their car. I don't know how mortgages <laughs> work. Remortgaged their car to go and see. You know, and they've learned a ladder. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Don't know where the ladder comes into it. They've learned a ladder, and now the beer yeah. is like all over a wrestler. Yeah, exactly. And they're just like, "That's my beer." And then, what if what if they can't even afford water because they were too busy looking forward to that beer? They were going to sip it slowly throughout the entire four hour event. Well, we guess we'll never know. Never know. We'll Cage blowing week. a kiss. <laughs> well, I guess so. Uh, Cage blowing a kiss <laughs> to Perry's sister sitting in the front row was a good heel move, which I think is fair. Um, it was hard to tell if the veteran was sweating a lot because of his shirt or because he was blown up. That's true. He did look quite blown up at times, didn't he, uh, Christian? Bless him. Yeah, he was absolutely fucked like halfway through. Like, <laughs> yeah, you could see it um, when he was doing the um, vintage Christian. Everybody's fucking <laughs> boys on the ropes, and he's just like pulling the rope up. You can yeah. tell, you can see in his face, he was he was not okay. Yeah, no, he he he. I don't know. Maybe it's ring rust. Maybe it's just the fact that he's not um, about know. three months. Yeah, well, exactly. How old is he now? Uh, let's have a look. Christian Cage, fifty-four. Age. It tells me when he was born, but it won't tell me his age. Like I got to calculate it like a pauper. Forty-nine. That was close. Yeah, forty-nine. Um, I don't know, but he looks in good shape. So who knows? Um, it looks like Jungle Boy may have fallen slightly more to one side than he intended when Cage tripped him on the steps. He landed right on the edge. Uh, yeah, so Maybe. potentially hurt himself Maybe there. Maybe not. Who knows? It's the Bleacher Report, so, I mean, you can't trust everything they say, can you? Um, <laughs> Perry waited way too long to close the casket. I do I do actually agree with this. Um, yeah, he was looking up at the sky for way too long. Yeah, he and was kind of like, your oh. point of There should have been a promo about his, about his dad again. Would have made yeah, more sense. Yeah, yeah. I've... I think it needed a bit more, um, to be honest, to justify this. Um, I know that Jungle Boy's not very good on the mic. I know that probably when you sat there looking at Jungle Boy thinking, how are we going to get to a Buried Alive match or a casket match, pretty much what it was, how are we going to get him there? Why not just have him dig a grave? Would we just point a camera at him and there's no drama then? I can understand why that would that would probably appeal to a couple of producers over at AEW, but they could have got... What do you mean? Which ones? Which All of them. <laughs> any, any, any that have any that have seen Jungle Boy on the mic and know what an absolute liability he can be. Um, well, not liability. I'm not talking CM Punk liability, but just kind of like a. I don't know. He's a bit of a wet blanket, isn't he? Yeah, his premise do drag on. You think that Christian would have thought him a little bit better, but hey, maybe he's just yeah. not a sponge in that department. Mm. They do mention the way the casket dropped when the top was shut was unexpectedly funny. Yes, it was. Like a crazy roller coaster ride. Yeah, it reminded me of the 13 team at Alton Towers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like Oblivion. Um, mm. Like, I mean, I, I, all, I could, all I could think, three bottles of wine and a 28-quid barbecue plate deep, all I could think is... <laughs> Christian, Christian must have hated that drop. 
Like, it couldn't have been comfortable, could it? Well, I mean, it's in the dark. I mean, it's like a free ride at the end of a match. Well, yeah, exactly. I, I, I was kind of hoping that the top would swing open and that it'd go flying out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie. Um, any, anything else to say about this Jungle Boy Christian situation? Where now for Jungle Boy? He wants a singles title, so I guess he'll get the uh, upper lower card title, the Atlantic Championship. Oh yeah, potentially a shot at Orange Cassidy a win there. That that makes sense actually. I wouldn't be surprised if I saw that. What about Christian Cage? Is his time in AEW done? Is this is this kind of the old oh the old kind of solved the problem? Ricky Starks, Christian hmm? Cage. They're not doing anything Ooh. now. That'd be perfect, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah I'd, that, I'd, I'd pay to see that build. He needs, he needs mm. a, you know, a bit of a vet match again. Maybe a bit of a vet yeah. pay-per-view, Christian Cage. That'd be a good match in the ring as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, th- I think we solved the problem. So, Jungle Boy's going to go and win the North Atlantic title, and Christian Cage will be beating Ricky Starks, or losing to him, and stuff um, after that we have the Elite versus House of Black trios championship match there um, this is of course Malachi Black Brody King, Buddy Matthews um, and of course Kenny Omega Nick and Matt Jackson uh, for the trios championships I thought about going a bit old school with this and doing blow for blow I decided against it because <laughs> I thought it would take yeah. too long <laughs> yeah it, it, I mean <laughs> We used to do blow-for-blow blow shows and they did drag, didn't they? Yeah, a little bit. But when you've got, like... <laughs> when you're, like, match eight and you're like, then there was a hip toss. And you're just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be but, quicker to just but when we got to like when we got to, like, the books, it was always quite interesting because of how mm. much they would fit into a sequence. Yeah, that's true. It um, was a task, I mean, it, task in itself. But, yeah. Mm. <laughs> And of course, while we're talking about sequences, um, that sequence that opened the match between Matthews and Omega um, Mm. holds and counters. um, Very, very impressive. Um, It kind of made me want to to see a singles match between um, Omega and Matthews. I I reckon that could be be a good time. Could it be a good time? Could it be? Said Bleacher Report. Yeah, it could. (laughs) (laughs) No, it would be. It would be a great match. Obviously, it would be a great match, but we need to have um, Omega versus Black first. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's the match that we want to see coming out of this, isn't it? Um, really. Do we want to see I mean, knee versus knee? Or do we want to see knee versus knee versus knee versus foot? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a very good question. I know, right? I, I, it would... I I think though I think though with kind of the Omega um, Malachi Black thing, I think that they're much more likely to hold that one back for a little while. Yeah, because clearly we're going to get a rematch, right? It's got to be a rematch. You can't have a match like yeah, that. Yeah, there's probably rematch. Probably going to be a rematch. I can't I'm imagine not saying like do a series again because that would be. Too soon. Yeah. But, um, yeah, rematch for I sure. I mean, what did you think to the series of seven, by the way? Oh, I liked it. I think it was really good. I yeah, think, like, I enjoyed it as yeah, well. Yeah, obviously, there's oh, going to be 
some of the same sequences, but they did a really good job in mixing it up uh, with the movies yeah, they did. and the sequences um, and adding the stipulations, obviously, changes mm, the, changed the whole thing. The really. stipulations towards the end um, was a perfect kind of touch, I think. Um, had it have been seven singles matches, um, I think it would have got... A bit tedious. Yeah, but, I mean, putting put in all of those, you know, ladder match, all of that, Great, um, and as a result, the elite as well. It wasn't week week after week they did have breaks as well. So, yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, it does mean that the elite have had a um, fairly short run going into this match. Um, I I can't think of many other matches that they've had as trios for them for the titles, other than kind of blowout matches on Rampage. You know, against people like the Dark Order and shit. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, kind of. Anyway, I'll I'll get onto I'll get onto my thoughts about the results. I'll, as, I'll, as I'll we get on. I'll get onto my notes. Um, so many good sequences. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Did you put that in caps? Um, no, but I should have. Yeah. Or bubble Ryan. <laughs> it's just on the notepad, mate. It's just a sticky oh. note. Just stick it out. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, Black tagged in after um, after Matthews and um, after Matthews and Omega did their little sequence. Um, so that was that was really yeah yeah. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> Are you sat there shadowing me on Bleacher Report? Is that what's going on here? No, you carry on. <laughs> I'm just using it. I'm just using it to to refresh my memory, mate. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, then they started breaking out into. Um, Did all hell break loose? All hell break loose. I mean, the Bleacher Report has pretty much been supporting this podcast from like I don't know for years. Um, you know, it saves me actually having to remember the wrestling. Um, <laughs> no, there were, <laughs> there were um, the, yeah, kind of. It all broke down after that, did it not? Um, and then yeah. it kind of just went on from there. It's Come not on, Jay, I'm dying. Recap, here. Is it? It's not even possible to see the rest of the action because they pack so much into the bout. <laughs> you are now just reading Bleacher Report. <laughs> <laughs> but we did see a bit of everything from everybody, and thankfully, just about every spot looked good or great. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, but yeah, but the number of timing issues and bosses was very low, though. So. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> um, anyway, it carried on until Omega accidentally hit Julia Hart with a V trigger when she was on the apron. Um, that allowed the House of Black to take control. It did, it did indeed. And then we had. So, where are your notes, Jay? Where are your notes on this? What? Send me good sequences. <laughs> <laughs> that was the note. Where are, you, where are your notes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't take notes. I'm the host. <laughs> uh, Bleacher Report gave it a grade A minus. Um, are we not doing the finish? If you want, I mean mm. that would be uh, now would be a good time for you to jump in and do the I finish. Think the finish would be great. So they went for a Melzer driver, didn't they? 
They did go for a Meltzer driver. And then Buddy Matthews was just waiting around. And then, you know, Matt did his somersault. Then, bam. Yeah, he just needed him straight, straight in the face, didn't he? What timing that was, though. It's great. Yeah, that was. That was, It looked great. Um, it looked like it fucking hurt. Um, <clears throat> it's good to see a move as ridiculously um, choreographed as the Meltzer driver be kind of caught, as it were. Um, With because, a knee to the face. Well, there's so many times when you see the Meltzer driver and you know it's coming. The opponents know it's coming. You can see somebody from the opposing team taking a kick by the fucking stairs so that they can so that they can help with the kick out. And it's just I don't know, I'm gonna I'm gonna sound a little bit young book skeptical, but I've always seen it as a bit of a joke move. Well the, the Meltzer driver is is joke, isn't it? Well, kind of, yeah, but I mean, it's it's one of the. It's it's definitely a move, yeah, and it's definitely a move that somebody like um, Buddy Murphy or Matthews, as he's now known, should be capable of countering very easily. Um, And I was pleased that that's what happened. Um, It looked stylish, looked great, and then it was followed up with Jay. It was like. Malachi Black jumped in and did something. If you want to put it in your words, that'd be bet at best. Well, no, it was um, Buddy Matthews. Oh, was it? Yeah, it's like a front suplex into a sit-down tombstone. It's called the Something Inferno. What's it called? Oh yeah, the Something Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> We're, well, so well We're so yeah, well informed. Yeah, I love how informed yeah. we are. Yeah, yeah, we've we've got it going on. We've we'll get it, it next on. time. We'll get it on the next one. But House of Black won anyway, didn't they? They did. They are the new champions. Yeah. Um, first off, did you expect House of Black to walk away with the titles this early into the Elite's reign? No, I didn't. Mm. So it was no, shock. It was, actually, it? it was a pleasant surprise, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, the Elite had already had the best seven-match trio series that they were is it Dante's Inferno? Dante's Inferno, yes it is. Yeah, cool. I and believe four. it is. I'm going to say it is. <laughs> I'm going to say it is, and that's that's enough for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Elite the elite had already had the best sequence of matches they could have against the best trios team. I mean, who you saying is the best trios team? Um... Yeah. Well, obviously, Death Triangle. I mean, yeah, they're great. But do you think there should be a triple threat match between all three of them? I do. And there should be a ladder. Um, <laughs> I can't... I I mean, maybe the ladder saves it, but I can't think of anything worse to book than a triple threat trios match. Because you have three people in the ring at the same time. Like, I mean... Three people in the ring at the same time. Not, not everybody in the <laughs> Foot the ladder. Do it that way. Yeah, but I mean, triple threat matches. Triple threat matches are hard to book anyway, and hard to pace. So doing it with doing it with six I people. Uh, sorry, nine they people. They would be able to do it, and they'd be able to do it quite well. Or there'd just be a lot of people outside getting jumped on. Re- I mean, and yeah, be less yeah, there'd be one hell of a lot of. Um, they did it right. They could have all the action in the ring. Topecon Hirons and shit, wouldn't they? Yeah, what you just said. 
Tope Suicida. Yeah. Um, so notable moments and observations from our friends at Bleacher Report. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the whole presentation for House of Black Central oh, is yeah, outstanding, which to be fair, I yeah. thought it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, <laughs> Matthews versus Omega needs to happen soon. The crowd wants it, uh, which, yeah, to be fair, um, I think we covered that. Matt asking King to tag in and then regretting it was hilarious. Yeah, there was a bit there where Matt asked King to, and he bigged himself up, and then um, King tagged in, and then Matt regretted it instantly. That was a little bit of a chuckle. Good Good little Uh sequence. Yeah, Um, it was it was usual Young Bucks affair, wasn't it? Really, just just making a bit of light, giving a bit of light entertainment in the middle of in the middle of an otherwise harrowing affair. the way King crushed Omega against the chair at ringside looked genuinely painful. Um, I mean, Brody King's always looked genuinely painful how he's done moves, hasn't he? He's always been a stiff worker. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine um, coming out of a match with Brody King, you're going to feel great. <laughs> After. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I, don't think he's, I don't think he's on Vader levels. I think he's probably a bit more professional than that, but... I would say he's definitely he's definitely somebody who you're gonna a clothesline oh, from Brody well King really, probably. Really I like the whole white face, black beard kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. He had like um, he had he had a completely white white face and then bits of yeah, gold yeah. streaks of gold from his eyes. Didn't yeah, he? it was a it bit looked, like yeah, punishery. No, it looked, if you think about yeah, it, it looked very yeah. striking. Um, I I really like the look and feel of the House of Black. Um, I just wish that they'd. The only the only issue I've got with them is I wish that there was a bit more mythos to them, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, they're wearing all this stuff. Now give us a bit of give us a bit of mythology. Tell us why. Yeah. You know, and don't just be like because that's pretty much what it is. I mean, the whole thing is like, hello, I am I am Malachi Black. The um our, our gimmick is entirely based on tarot cards. Um. And and Edgar Allan Poe imagery, and and that's it. <laughs> like that's that's their promo, you know. I'd, I'd like a bit more. I'd like a bit more substance to it, if I'm really honest. But that's just me. <laughs> I like them. They're good. Best trios champions. Yeah, I, I just. <laughs> and finally, the setup to Hart being hit took too long, but the impact looked great. Um, so there we go. Um, after this, of course, uh, the are we actually going to post this women's championship <laughs> match? What are we actually going to post this? I don't know why. I was just wondering. Let's go, Jamie Hayter, Ruby Soho, why? and Soraya for the women's <laughs> championship. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's like uh, Jay's like are we actually going to, to post this as a podcast I don't know why what's wrong with it <laughs> can't bleach report just be like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> we've always we've always kind of commented on what bleacher report have said maybe that's what you've been doing the whole um, time <laughs> no one told me <laughs> um, I, I used to announce it before I read <laughs> yeah I always have this is actually a fairly common format. Okay. <laughs> Let's look at that a little bit. <laughs> for, for, for this podcast. <laughs> Jamie Hayter versus Ruby Soho versus Soraya. Um, Soraya. The championship was next. Gotta get a name. Soraya, name Soraya. Page. <laughs> Page. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and of course, this has Jamie Hayter's music in it, which uh, is one of the best musics in the entire organization. Um, it's just so jump style, isn't it? Do, 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 do. I mean, if you're into that kind do, of stuff. Do, do, I mean, you're not even doing it right, but just that's fine. jump up and down, mate. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I mean, I just think it's cool. Um, I mean, Ruby Soho's music's all right as well. Quite like Ruby Soho. <laughs> Quite like Rancid. Um, Quite good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ruby so ho, so ho, ho. Yes, um, that's how it goes. <laughs> uh, the woman's title triple threat was up next with Hater defending the belt against Soraya and Soraya. Soho. Um, I will correct you. <laughs> Hater, Hater and Soraya started brawling as soon as the bell rang. <laughs> it only took a few seconds for Soho to get involved. Um... Yeah, so what were your thoughts on this match, Jay? Go on. Rely on your non-bleacher report. Okay. Notes. Match was a banger. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was the best that Soraya looked thus far. <laughs> but why the fuck did cool. Soho join Soraya and Storm after the match? Yeah, so the match went on for um, some amount of time. Uh, ten minutes, exactly. Um, Hater pin Soho. It didn't look like anywhere yeah, that Soho um, was going to join anybody. And then at the end, it was just like, oh, actually, I'm pissed off now. I'm just going to join them for the sake of it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, probably the best women's match yeah, the, in the history of... AEW, and I will happily really? say that, yeah. Okay, well, I can't think of any better ones, but I'm not really that much of an aficionado of the women's um, matches, if I'm brutally honest. I mean, I kind of avoid. Out I kind of. Britt Baker and mm. Half Painted Face Lady. Uh, was that Thunder yeah, Rosa? Um, also mm. great. But... Yeah, that was pretty good. That had that awesome spot with the um, jamming the fingers into the. Into the um, into the thumbtacks, didn't it? That was a really good mm. spot. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed mm. that match too. Um Shida has now gone down to probably the third best AEW. Is she the one who looks like Freddie Mercury? No. She was the pandemic champion, <laughs> oh. wasn't she? Oh okay. Yeah that one. She's now the third best champion. Jamie Hayes has taken top spot. She's now clearly. the third best champion. Yeah, so you're a big fan oh, of her yeah, then? Massively. Yeah, massively. Okay, that's cool. So, I mean, um, tell me what's going on with Britt Baker and Tony Storm then. How are they involved? Because, I mean, they were at ringside. I believe Tony Storm was healing it up and Britt Baker was facing it. Yeah, so basically, um, you've got Storm, you got Soraya, and you've got Baker on one side with Jamie Hayter. They've done a switch mm. so basically Rebecca's now face to Jamie Hayter uh, Soraya and Tony Storm how did that how did that switch happen was it kind of an organic switch well or? they were already putting heads and Soraya and uh, Tony Storm decided to heal by mm-hmm. attacking somebody don't really remember but uh yeah and that kind of switched them over oh. and then Ruby Soho got involved somehow and uh yeah, yeah the Trying to make it two sides. Well, I assume Ruby Soho initially got involved because she wanted the title, 
that I'd make the most sense. She was just sort of uh, there. She sort of got... Or just no, there she because just she's in AEW and there was no one else to fight. Well, I mean, she was just sort of tangled up in it. <laughs> like, yeah, oh. she just appeared one time. There was a wrestling match. She was facing off against Tony Storm. And then she was just like... Mm being told to choose so and that's how she got involved in it weird mm, wasn't great looking on that on that part but you know mm. but I mean so her so she needs to put news to put yeah she's, she's she's so now she can <laughs> she's flounder been... in a loser gimmick that's been <coughs> rehashed like 10,000 million times and now she can be the mm. third in a three one stable Great. More floundering yeah, for Rip Soho, but with more TV time. Well, yeah, it has kind of been a. It's like they've they got her and then they didn't know what to do with her. Yeah. Wasn't and it? And it's still happening now. Um, I mean, they need to drop the spray paint, it's drop the loser gimmick, just go out there and beat people up. Um, that's what I thought, because I always thought that her spot would be kind of, considering that she came over at around about the same time, she was kind of going to be the women's division's version of Daniel Bryan. Sorry, Bryan Danielson. Same person. And I always thought that would be the logical gimmick for her. For who? Ruby Soho? Ruby Soho, yeah. Mm, I mean, she's good, but... I mean, she'd, maybe not Daniel Bryan, but kind of a almost like a fifth member of the Blackpool Combat Club. Like, she'd be perfect in that kind of gimmick. Yeah, true. Um, and it's just, when that is already there, you know what I mean, as as a as a potential kind of avenue for giving this person direction and character, um, to then do what they did, which obviously, um, I mean, Soho took the pin, um, then Storm and Soraya um, attacked the champ. Uh, after the and then Ruby looked conflicted. Brett Baker made the save. And was all like, "Yeah, Ruby looked conflicted." Your side. Well, actually, I'm going to kick mm. you in the face. Yeah, and by the end, Soho Soho had hit all four women, but she had sided with Storm and Soraya, hadn't yeah. she? Which is weird. Weird booking. Yeah, I mean, weird booking. There wasn't really any kind of. There wasn't kind of any any foreshadowing or anything like that. I mean, Jimmy Herder could have um, lost the title to either Soraya or Ruby Soho. It would have made sense to put it on mm. Soraya, because she's like probably the leader of the faction anyway. But mm-hmm. Jimmy Herder won, which is great. I don't mind that. But storyline-wise, doesn't make any sense. Mm. And I mean, that way, well, you, could, you could have even gone through with Soraya being the champion, and then Britt Baker wanted to go mm. after the championship, and then. Jamie Hayter turned heel on Britt Baker, putting her by herself and having mm. all four Jamie Hayter, Rube Soho, Soraya, and Tony Storm in the faction. Yeah. Which would have worked quite well. Yeah, it would have worked quite well. Um, got a grade B plus from Bleacher Report. Uh, notable moments and observations. Soho's hair looked awesome. Uh, it did look alright, didn't it? It was fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Bleacher the Report. The Hayter pop is real. <laughs> <laughs> the hater pop is real. The crowd loves this yeah. woman. I mean, it is. They do love her, don't they? I love her too. It's great. Um, hater suplexing both women at once was an impressive display of power. That's fair enough. Um, and this might be the best Soraya has looked in the ring since returning. All the ring rust was gone. Um, which, 
I don't know. Did you feel all the ring rust was gone? Because I felt she was a bit. I reckon she smashed it. Plodding. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe it's just her style, but I, it didn't didn't do much for me. It's a woman. Yeah. You don't I... like women's wrestling. I don't mind women's wrestling. Okay. On to the next match. John Moxley <laughs> versus Hangman Adam Page. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Texas death match. Um Adam Page, John Moxley. <sighs> I liked his music. I mean, his music did work. I may have um, gone to sleep at this mm, point for like five seconds. But uh mm. yeah. Really enjoyed the I music. I believe you went for a piss. Did I? Yeah. Oh yeah, I pretty you much did away from all of that the beer. whole thing this time. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did quite well. Um, you did quite well. For those of you who are listening, um, for that, for that, eighty-six percent of our listeners who are in the US of A, um, we're in the UK. So you kind of, it happens on Sunday at one o'clock in the morning, and it doesn't finish until half past four. At least you take a day's holiday <laughs> just to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I have to take a day's <laughs> holiday just to watch it live. I mean, that's dedication. It's ridiculous. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you get one pay per view. It has been nicer. Um, you complaining about it. With WWE. <laughs> <laughs> it, ha- it has been nicer with WWE's pay per views being on a Saturday, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Works out a little bit better. I mean, yeah, um, AEW have done a few pay per views on Saturday. Saturday. I don't understand on why. On Sundays. Don't understand it. They I need mean, to go back. We'll just start a petition. Do you reckon right now? <laughs> Get all of them. <laughs> Let's make it happen, people. Get the pay back on Saturday. Let's make it happen. <laughs> oh dear me. Um, so they got pretty much kicked off straight away. Um, with this match, didn't they? Hangman was not waiting around, was uh, it? He was right in there. No, he wasn't. He went straight for Moxley uh, before Moxley could get in the ring, uh, and then they just spilled out into the crowd, didn't they? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but then they got into the yeah. ring and then they was dropping like Japanese death style for like fifteen minutes. It was absolutely fucking mm. awesome. If anyone watched Yeah, it, it, PBJ, it really was. Um, w you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um America does it kinda like that. Um in GCW when they do the ultra wide stuff, um for their death matches, but yeah. it's not quite the same. They didn't don't quite hit the same notes as the Japanese deathmatch wrestlers do and this absolutely mm. smashed it yeah this did this did really have a feel um, it definitely worked with Moxley's roots that was good um, it showed a new side to Hangman Adam Page as well um, one that hasn't really been on um, AEW TV before um, but a much more kind of violent and edgier version um, reminded me the of triangle, um, the triangle fork spot <laughs> what <laughs> yeah That's yeah um, John Moxley puts um, Hangman Adam Page in a fork and uh, um, in a triangle and starts <laughs> jamming a fork <laughs> puts him in a fork um, starts jamming a fork into his forehead fork go into his head it was yeah you could see you could see his forehead go from flesh coloured to red couldn't yeah, you yeah this is what I mean by the Japanese as, as he was doing it death style mm. it was it was America, hard way not quite like that mm. I mean it was hard way um, all yeah, the yeah. way there was no there was no blades involved in this at all um, some people um, 
pussies mostly would say it was dangerous. I am not one of those people. I thought it was great. They truly did put on a great deathmatch. Mm, they definitely did. Um, there was a lot going on with the barbed wire, wasn't there? Yeah, I mean, when the two chairs with the backs facing each other, mm. it seemed like Hammond went for a safer spot. He, he chose to hit the chair instead of the spines of the chairs, which is fair. Didn't mm. take away from the match at all because he still hit the barbed wire. He went oh. for the chair. It looked brilliant. So it didn't didn't necessarily look like that was a conscious choice. So it made sense. Mm. Um, and it definitely looked like it fucking hurt. Um, so Hangman went for a powerbomb off the um, with the turnbuckle assist and um, went to powerbomb John Moxley onto two chairs that were back to back and had um, barbed wire on them. And he kind of just veered off to the right and just hit the right hand chair on the seat, didn't he? Um, and kind of crumpled that, but the left chair was kind of untouched. Um, probably better than taking it on the spines because that could have separated your shoulders or done all sorts of all sorts crazy of crazy stuff. I mean, I'm cold. Takes that chair spot, and yeah, it looks painful as fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does look painful as fuck. Hangman wrapping himself in barbed wire, moonsault. What? Yeah, I mean that didn't play out as well as it should have done. Um, it looked a bit weak to me. That's crazy. Um, Hangman. Uh, um, no, I, I felt it. I don't know. I felt it. It felt like a spot where I. It just felt like something that wouldn't happen in a real fight. Yeah, because wrestling. Yeah, I know, but it, it kind of it just kind of took me out of it a bit right. because it looked so okay. lame. <laughs> like Adam Page just like oh I'm going to wrap myself in barbed wire and do a on him it's just like there are, there are countless countless better ways to do damage to somebody with barbed wire than wrapping yourself in it and doing a fucking moonsault um, like brick spots power drives have changed brick spots yeah yeah, the brick spots were good. Um, I didn't expect them to do much with the bricks, and they didn't do too much with the bricks, but they did enough, didn't they? Yeah, the bricks don't need to be used that much because you know they're bricks, and you know they're not that versatile. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know they did really well with them. Um, that could that could be an advertising slogan for bricks. <laughs> bricks, they're not that versatile. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, everyone knows what bricks are for. Yeah, curb stomps, clearly. Curb stomp into the brick was a very good spot. Yeah. Um, the only the only irritation was was that the fans started doing the um, Seth Rollins um, Seth Rollins chant after he did it, and I hear enough of that whenever he's on fucking TV. I missed that twice because I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Yeah, they started doing the oh, 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 after he did the curb stomp, um, a group of fans did, and um, yeah, it just irritated me. I don't like it. Yeah, hangman board spot with the. Uh, just gonna gonna leave that because I think Stefan's is great. Um, <laughs> hangman missed his board spot where Moxie went straight into the back first. Hangman kind of overshot mm. it. Did hit his head on it though, but you know, 
still going to take away from the match. Yeah. I mean, they did enough in the match for it to be ultra violent. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you think uh, is your opinion on well, what was your opinion on Hangman Adam Page going into this match, and has it changed? Um, I like Hangman Page. Um, I've always thought he had a good work ethic. He seems to be able to tell it. One of the one of the ones able to tell a good story most of the time. Um, in AEW, mm. so him being paired with Moxley and them doing these matches has been great TV. Um, coming out of it. I think okay. more about Ad- Hangman we have Page. slightly different opinions. Um, absolutely. Um, yeah. He should be back in the title scene um, fairly soon. I hope not. <laughs> when he was champion, he didn't do much. Yeah, he's better chasing than he is. He's always better chasing yeah. than he is actually being a champion. Yeah, he should be chasing. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, I mean. I, I like this match. Um, it showed that Hangman Adam Page can go um, toe-to-toe with Mox on, you know, in a deathmatch setting. Um, it showed an edge to Hangman Adam Page that um, I don't think he's had that much of an opportunity to show. Um, and I think it's it kind of... <coughs> it could it could lead to some really interesting things for um, Hangman Adam Page if they do start breaking out this type of character. this type of match for him in the future, yeah, yeah, yeah. and really allowing his character to finish. have a bit more of that aggression, yeah. yeah. Um, because of the finish, you say? Yeah, there was an audible call um, by Mox, by the looks of it. Um, so when Hangman was trying to put the chain around his neck, it wasn't quite working out. So he low blowed him, mm. put the chain around his own neck. Um, mm. Hangman hit him with the brick. And then Mox called for Hangman to hit a bookshot Larry on him before he threw him over the rope. Mm. So yeah, that, that whole thing was inaudible. That wasn't supposed to happen. I think from there, he was meant oh, okay. to go straight into it was... the rope and that would be it. But because he couldn't get the chin around his neck. Oh, well that was pretty seamless. Yeah, it's like they just did that yeah. pretty seamlessly, for sure. Mm. And I think he even had a well, um... you can hit, You can literally hear him go, Tell him to do the bookshot lariat. Mm. Well, I mean, it worked. It looked great. Obviously, it worked you know, well. It was a logical. It was a logical. If you go back and watch it, you'll see what I mean. Story of the match. Look at the ending again. Yeah, you'll see how that whole part was mm. audible. Okay. Hmm. Uh, winner was Adam Page. Uh, grade on Bleacher Report was B. Was it? <laughs> it was, mate. Yeah, notable moments and observations. Notable moments and observations from Bleacher Report. Here we go. Hangman had special entrance music for this match. I mean, I'm hoping it's his new music. Yeah, me too. I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah, I thought it worked really well. Um, it kind of feels more like um, his old music felt very kind of old school '60s Hollywood, obviously, because it was a pastiche on the. Um, Enrero Moriarty's uh, Ecstasy of Gold or whatever it's called um, and you know that's fine and everything but it kind of gave the idea of this kind of lone guy who's like um, who, who's like travelling and, and and riding horses and shit whereas his new music's like that, that guy wants to kick your ass you know what I mean that's what it feels like it feels like he's here to kick someone's ass 
um, which is great. It's definitely the kind of the kind of change in the presentation that he's needed, um, along with the all black and um, some of the other kind of changes that were made to his presentation. Um, I think it worked. Um, I'm hoping it's not a one-time deal. Is there anyone way to find out? Watch the yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, this well, morning. will he will he appear on Dynamite though? Will he appear on Dynamite though? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Knowing how man Adam Page, I mean, he's just wrestled a match, so he's probably got to take about nine weeks off now. They mentioned the fork spot in the notable moments and observations. Uh, Powerball to chair spot. Yeah, we've already covered that. Why would someone wrap barbed wire around themselves? Thank you, Bleacher Report. You get I thought me. it was great. Uh, I don't know what they're on about. It's going to do more damage to you than to your opponent. It makes no sense, uh, is what they said. And I'm kind of having to agree with them on that one. Well, you tell me um, <laughs> well, you, you, uh, you yeah, tell I mean, Terry uh, Funk that. Go on. Um, I'll let you do that because he will funk you up. <laughs> That's what he will do. He will funk. He will funk you up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. So that was that match. Uh, moving on. Um. Anything else to say about this match? This Texas Death match deserved a better grading. You feel it's more than a B? Definitely an A. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you on that one. How many stars would you give it as, as a Dave Meltzer? Right? We're in Tokyo, Dave. Yeah. 25? Yeah. <laughs> 25 stars if it was in the Tokyo right. Dome. There we go. Um, Samoa Joe <laughs> versus Wardlow. Think about the old school. <laughs> <For> the... <laughs> Star system uh, there. TNT Championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liking it. Liking it, mate. Uh... TNT Championship. Yeah, sure, great match. This, board, this board, was a bit of a mojo and Wardlow. They need to stop. Mm. They need just to stop. But being yeah, the TV they... king, who will be going back to the championship at some point, right? Looks well, mojo. yeah, potentially. Let's... Great, great wrestler, great promo, great talker, just great everything. Mm. Just can't be asked to Wardlow and Samoa Joe anymore. Great match, though. I really enjoyed the match. I'm just sick of it. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, they they've been on screen together um, on and off for six months. Um, it's War Joe <sighs> Joe versus Wardlow Samoa Low. I don't see I don't see any way this can be decisive. Do you know what they it's need? It's going to end up in a cage match, isn't Texas it? Texas Death Match. <laughs> no, it's going to end up in a cage a match. <laughs> Something like a cage match. I've I've got a feeling with a lid on it. Oh, like a cell. Why not? What would they call it? What would AEW call a hell in a cell? Mini blood and guts. Rage in a cage. From <laughs> the top at it. Um. <laughs> oh dear. Um. Yeah, it was an alright match. I mean, do you have any notes on it? Solid match. <laughs> About, yeah. It shouldn't place lower down the card, because it should have. Um, yeah, I've already gone through it, I think. Yeah, I've gone through it. A bit sick of them. 
great match. Going to be awesome though, anything. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, fair enough. Uh, I mean, even relying on the Bleacher Report, um, they're like, as good as this was, it felt it didn't stand out nearly as much as most of the other contests on the card. This could have been a Dynamite or Rampage main event, and I think they've hit the nail on the head there. Well, on to the next match. <laughs> it got a B minus. Wardlow won um, by choking out um, Joe um, to keep the TNT title. Um, so, yeah. Um, to keep only real interesting, notable moments and observation. Um, they do note that Wardlow is Jeff Hardy and Batista's body, um, which is actually quite a thing that happens. Quite a nice little. Yeah, quite a nice little thing to say. Um, after that, we have the AEW World Tag Team Championship match. This is this to me is the weirdest placement on this card. Um, the Guns, Jarrett and Eiffel, the acclaimed Cassidy and Danhausen for the tag titles. Um, fatal four way tag title bout. What was wrong with this match? What was wrong with this whole? I mean, match. Jeff Jarrett. How did you know? Why is he still on my TV? Why Why are you doing this? <laughs> I literally said to you this before we started. <laughs> what? Yeah, why is Jeff Jarrett on my TV? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, surely that's what everyone's asking. Jeff Jarrett needs to stay behind the camera. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, it's great ideas. But you can make the product better by staying off the fucking cam. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, that's the thing. Every Jeff Jarrett feud is the same. I mean, it is just the same, isn't it? He, he kind of wanders around with his guitar in the air, um, calls everyone slap nuts, starts a, starts a fight with someone. Um, what is he doing? Does his stupid little It's like walk. the business developer or something like that. I can't remember his exact title behind, behind stage. But that's perfect. Do that. Business development. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, not a big fan of Jeff Jarrett. No, not really. Um, Even in TNA, I thought it was like a bit of a stretch. With him being champion, it was like, mm. yeah, I mean, it's your company, come on. <laughs> Do you know what he reminds me of? Off brand crisps. What? Like talkers? Yeah. Yeah, like they, you know those like Pom Bear or fucking Space Raiders or fucking Monster Munch. He's, he's like the human equivalent of those things. They're actual brands, though. Well, they all suck. <laughs> and Jeff Jarrett is like them. Um, <laughs> Jay Lethal, on the other hand, um, are you saying that he's like a maize corn crisp? Yeah. He is. Get stuck on the he roof is. of your mouth. Get stuck on the roof of your mouth. Get stuck in those little bits in between in, in your molars. Like sometimes, sometimes you scrape him out and he takes fillings with him. He's that. He is just like he is just like somebody just salivating gross corn crisps all over your fucking car. He is Don't like him. Don't like him at all. Um. What are your thoughts on the guns? Well, they're growing on me. Like a fungus. Yeah, but like a good fungus. <laughs> Is there a good fungus? <laughs> well, actually, there are quite a few. <laughs> but, uh, 
Yeah, it's the thing that they put on the seats. Have you, have you seen that? And how they want to refrain from people calling them ass boys and whatever. And they need respect and stuff. They, it was put on every single seat. Message from the ass boys. I thought it was quite a nice touch. Oh, okay. So the ass boys put it on the seat saying, don't call us ass boys. Pretty much. Yeah, that's... Um, I mean, there was a lot of text That's a good to way it. to get heat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a good way to get heat. I mean, I... Are the guns big enough to have that tile? That's the question, isn't it? No. No, it made absolutely no sense for them to actually win the tiles. I don't even know why that was booked. But, and it mm. wasn't booked by Billy making them champions either. So, mm. what... Yeah, it made no sense. Still yeah. makes no sense, unless it was. Doesn't make much sense. They wanted, unless they wanted a heel face tag team or FTR mm. to take the titles from a heel tag team, or because yeah. they wanted to push that feud forward because of what happened at ROH where they came out and beat the crap out of them. So they mm. knew that they were coming back and decided to switch the titles onto the Ass Boys so they could have that feud and then win the titles from them. Maybe, which in sense makes absolutely no fucking sense, and they've just like completely missed part of the booking somewhere and it's just sort of makes yeah no sense yeah it doesn't seem to make much sense does it yeah I think I mentioned that yeah <laughs> yeah um, the acclaimed um, obviously they should be the champions at the moment um, yes because as yeah um, I mean that's it, it just feels like the guns are keeping it warm for them really um, Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen were there because they had to be on the show um, obviously they both get big pops yeah, we do. Mm. That's it. Um, <laughs> yeah, any thoughts about this match? Not really. Not not one. I've already said everything I need to say about that match. Burn it. Mm. Burn it to the ground. It was alright. It was really weirdly placed. Uh, the guns uh, pinned Danhausen to get the win. Um which obviously that's why Danhausen's there. Um, and then um, they did a post-match interview and were confronted by a returning FTR. Um, good to see FTR back. Yeah, it's great. Hmm? I don't understand where to lose all the titles, though. But sure. Maybe they wanted to take a break hmm. from having all those titles. Well, I guess they've done that now. They can go and win them all hmm. back. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um yeah, it was an alright match. Uh it was probably the worst on the card. Um potentially. Um it really did feel like um midway through midway through dynamite kind of stuff, didn't it? I mean you could say that. Or was it just placed there because they knew that an hour long match was coming up and they needed to put something that wasn't gonna be as good on before it. Maybe. Uh, yeah, like a piss break match. match. Was going to be but mm. well, well, yeah, it kind of feels like they're piss breaks um, because that's how you'd kind of see it. Is like, oh, it's a piss break match. It's a match for people to get beer, right? Um, but also, Wardlow and Samoa Joe were before that, so that's like two ten-minute piss break matches, giving you a twenty-three-minute piss break before an hour-long match. Before an hour-long match, so I suppose that's not bad. They're obviously thinking about thinking about Kissing. it. Um, yeah. Final, 
final match of the card. It's an hour-long Ironman match for the world title, the AEW world title, MJF, Brian Danielson. Jay. Well, my original thoughts on this match were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Cause we sat there at four in the morning, and Jay is like, MJF can't go an hour. MJF can't go an hour. He's, he's wrestling crap. <laughs> <laughs> Bear in mind, it's four in the morning. Quite drunk at this point. <laughs> MJF just not capable of going an hour. <laughs> well, you know, prove me wrong. And I'm happy about that. Yeah, you did. Mm. Um, um, what did you think? They worked really well together. They seemed to mesh their styles together quite mm. well. Yeah, their styles were really good. Um, Everything they... that Brian Danielson did was to put over MJF. He was there mm. to do a job, and he did it really well. Yeah, Brian Danielson did make MJF look great throughout. Um, MJF obviously played his part in that too. Um, what were your thoughts about the orchestra at the start? Didn't really care about it. Yeah, I didn't either. I thought it was a stupid move. Yeah. Not necessary. Um, it looked silly. They're out of tune. Or they weren't in the same key as his actual intr- entrance music. Um, you could hardly hear them. Uh, the sound production was fucking awful. Um. Yeah, AEW need to put more effort into making their special entrances special if they're going to do special entrances. Um, but that just looked underwhelming, and it looked like the kind of thing that Maxwell Jacob Friedman, the character, would have um, ripped thrown pieces. off the stage. Yeah, he would have ripped it to pieces when he came out. Um, if I'm honest, but yeah, there you go. Um, Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, the match went on for an hour, obviously. Uh, there was a bit of a hot pot, a hot spot about halfway through, wasn't there? About 20 minutes in. Um, where Danielson scored the first fall. Um, so MGF decided to counter by low-blowing him, was it? Was it a low-blow? Yeah, but before that, there was water thrown at a kid. Oh yeah, yeah. There was water thrown at a kid. At one point, MJF went to waste some time in the crowd, um, picked up a woman's jug of water and threw it in the face of a lone kid just sat there. It was on his trousers. Um, it wasn't his face. Let's point that out. Oh, okay, all over his it trousers. It wasn't full-on child, child abuse. It was just slight child abuse. Yeah, and this <laughs> caused a bit of drama in the wrestling news circles, didn't didn't it? He's a heel. Heels do heel things. If 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 he can't be a heel. He's an old school heel. He's an eighties, seventies, eighties heel. He's gonna do shit like that. Um, well, company moved it over. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you say that, but the news surrounding this thing, like the internet wrestling community, as they call themselves, have just gone absolutely fucking apeshit about this. So, everyone's wanting to comment on it. Absolutely, just everyone's wanting to wanted comment to on it. Yeah. Um, Not only did he go, so I mean, have one of the greatest matches he's ever had. It's not the best match he's had. He created a massive buzz by throwing some water on someone. Mm. Well, apparently, and I don't know how much, how much to kind of, how much stock to put in this, but apparently, 
this debate about this stupid fucking drink went all over the internet and it went on for so long that it actually, according to Fightful Select, changed the plans for Monday's WWE Raw. Um, According to Fightful Select, there was originally a segment planned for the March 6th edition of WWE's flagship program where a wrestler would throw a drink in someone's face during a match. Though it has not been revealed who was involved, the report indicates that this spot was planned before... Well, well before AEW's show went on the air over the weekend, it is said to have been included on outlines for Raw sent to WWE personnel as late as Monday afternoon and evening. However, word started to get around backstage that similarities of MJF's actions from Sunday night, Fightful sources said WWE creative team likely cancelled the moment so that it wouldn't be perceived as a shot or a reference to the competing promotion. Um... What are your thoughts on this? Do you actually think that? Do, do you think that that actually happened? I mean, it's plausible when they said they don't want to. Because this just AEW, this but... this this just reeks of this just reeks of the internet making a drama out of nothing. To me, I mean, they're calling it the MJF incident. <sighs> Right. Like I've literally, MJF I've just googled, I've googled news MJF wrestling MJF's fan incident at AEW Revolution caused change to WWE role plans. Wrestling Inc. Scorpion Scorpio Sky comments on MJF incident at Wrestle uh, Revolution. Even Ric Flair's weighed in 58 minutes ago and said MJF throwing a drink at AEW fan wouldn't fly in WWE. Why would a Why would AEW fan be at be there having a drink thrown on him in WWE. That wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't fly in WWE, but it would have been fine for him to do when he was back in NWA territory. Mm. So, I don't know, Ric Flair's like, off his face anyway most of well, the time. So here's, here's, Ric Flair's, here's Ric Flair's quote. <clears throat> You're ready for this because you'll enjoy this. Um, he offers a solution, and just wait until you hear what that solution is. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's cheap heat. You want to do something to get heat and get the people excited that won't hurt anyone. So you cut yourself so deep that when you swing your hair, you throw blood all over them. That's what I did all the time when I had long hair. Then they'd be like, like they're part of the action. They're going, shit, this isn't paint, it's blood. I'm totally against throwing anything at a kid. You never know if it had ice in it and all that. The liability there, I'm sure Tony did a cartwheel at Gorilla. Um, so, <laughs> Ric Flair, Ric Flair is commenting that you can't throw a drink in someone's face in WWE. Um, and what he used to do was not cheap heat, but what he used to do was bleed all over the fans instead. <laughs> What's wrong with that? What's a bit of blood I mean, between a wrestler and the fans? <laughs> uh, it just—it makes me laugh. I—I I I just can't believe the news cycle. Just um, yeah, just the way the news cycle works around these things. Anyway, anyway, let's let's get back to the match before I go off on a rant um, about the news cycle again. Um, so, <laughs> so, so Danielson gets the first pin. MJF hits him in the knackers, gets disqualified, and then pins him twice. 
Yeah, um, and two, then two. up at 2-2. Two, two. Brilliant. Um, thoroughly enjoyed that. I knew it was coming. I knew at some point MJF would disqualify himself in order to get a win over Brian Danielson. I knew it was coming. I almost said before the match started that it was going to involve a chair shot. Um, but, yeah. Um, carried I mean, on it, after that. I mean, it's like MJF will entertain an idea of wrestling a match until he's losing. And then he'll cheat. Mm. Yeah. Because that's his character. Um, that's what he does. He's doing it well. So, but everything that MJF did was very mm-hmm. calculated. Yeah. The way he went after Daniel Bryan's shoulder, his neck, everything seemed to mean something. Yeah. Which he, was he really interesting. Did work on that shoulder. Yeah. Um, I mean, every I, everything that man does in the ring means something, though. I mean, he is a consummate performer. I may sound a bit like an MJF mark, if I'm honest. I've already been there. Because I was like, when he'd been wrestling for four years, and he was doing the stuff in AEW, like, I was like, I've been wrestling for four years. No one has been able to do that, apart from MJF. Be that good. Mm. I know he's been wrestling, what, five years? But he wrestles, like, what, twice a year? He's <laughs> <laughs> been wrestling about seven now. Right. Um... But yeah, it's um, it carried on. Um, I mean, you say you say only wrestles one match every six months, but I mean, we got we got past that we got past that twenty minute mark, and then MJF and uh, Brian Danielson they continued going like it was just a normal match, didn't they? They went on for another twenty minutes or so, just. There was Back and forth, breaks. full of there energy. Was, there was a water. There was drinking. M- water. MJF taking water breaks, but that could as much be a heel move as anything yeah, else. Um, yeah, um, MJF scored Taz was not a third a fall. Taz was not a fan of him drinking water on uh, during a match, was he? No, he was not. It's just going to blow oh. you up. Why would you do that? <laughs> I love Taz on commentary. <laughs> Sure, he's gold. gold, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's just fucking perfect. Um, <laughs> MJF scored his third fall around 20 minutes left uh, to take the lead. Uh, and then about 10, 10 minutes left on the clock, um, Brian Danielson he's my best returned friend. the favour, really. Yeah. Um, so then the two are 3-3 and battling it out with around 10 minutes to go. How did you feel about this finish, Jay? Um, I've missed it twice, so you might have to go over that. <laughs> Okie dokie. So they <laughs> battle. <laughs> so about a minute left, Danielson does a single leg um, crab to counter a pin from MJF. Uh, timer runs out just as MJF the, uh, taps. Table spot, the tombstone into the table. The tombstone into the table, yeah. When spot. did that happen? Um, well, before the finish. Okay, well, I'm going chronologically, so if, if anything happens, like, uh, just feel free to shout out, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, mate. <laughs> Sorry, beef report, didn't put that in there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dear me. Um, <laughs> so the match ended with a tie anyway. Um, MJF ta- tapped just after the bell went um, for the time we met. Um, then we had a bit of medics, all that kind of malarkey. Um, 
then Tony Schiavone um, went to the ring after being contacted by Tony Khan, told everyone that it can't end in a draw and it goes sudden death. Um, MJF um, started out the match with, um, well, started out sudden death um, by going out to the ring and grabbing an oxygen tank, um, which he had been, which he had been huffing. Um, since the end of the match, which why how come MJF gets an oxygen tag and no one else does? Um, it's a good question. Um, but anyway, Brian Danielson went and poked his head over the ring apron um, like a little puppet uh, to kind of see what MJF was doing, and he whacked him in the head with this oxygen tank. Um, oh, that's how it happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, ref couldn't see it, um, and then the LaBelle lock was placed on by MJF. Um, and and Brian Danielson tapped. Yeah. Your mother. Yeah. Um, thoughts on this? Mm, I mean, hearing the finish after watching forty-five minutes of a great match and hearing it was an oxygen tank that you hit him in the head with, kind of cheap and shit, isn't it? Really, if it's done that way. Um, I quite liked it. I, th- I think it worked in context of the match. Um, it worked with the passion that was happening at the time. Everyone was on the edge of their seat. Um, yeah, I, I feel it worked in the context that it was used. Um, and obviously, it's MJF, so of course he's going to use an oxygen tank. If there's an oxygen tank at the ring, of course he's going to use it. Um, yeah. It did feel a bit... It did feel a bit stupid that Brian Danielson had just stick his head over to get popped in the head of an oxygen tank. Though that did feel a bit stupid. Like yeah, you'd I mean, think Brian Danielson would, you'd think Brian Danielson would probably be a bit cleverer about it. I must admit, more a bit clever. More savvy, but it has it hasn't yeah. been wrestling for an hour, so you know. Mm. Maybe and that was the end of the. Went out the window. That was, that was the end of the pay per view, mate. Was the end of it? Was it? Yeah. It just finished. Thoughts on the pay per view as a whole? Um, as revolutions go, one of the best. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Um, Even though some of the matches were out of place, most of the matches were solid. Ball the tag team. Um, yeah, I really can't fault this pay per view. Um, some of the impacts, some of the dynamites were a bit weak mm. coming into it but it's not really giving much coming out of it that's the problem great pay yeah. for you where's the fucking gonna go yeah there isn't I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of wondering so is Ryan Danielson done now MJF wants Adam Cole what I would think that MJF is probably gonna go on to Adam Cole um, I mean, Adam Cole is Adam Cole is returning uh, hey, to hey. AEW as what seems to be a face. He is a face. That's right. So is Britt. Yeah. It's like they're both going to be face and heel at the same time. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's kind of come back and he's he's all smiles and bright eyed and bushy tailed and talking about how talking about how awesome his next run's going to be and all of that kind of thing. Um, doesn't actually seem to be doing much to sink your teeth into, but it's quite clear that he's uh, he's being set up for the to be the next title contender. And then he joins the kingdom again. The kingdom, yeah. Yeah. That could work. Mm, that could work. 
That could work. Um, just have him hang around with the elite. Yeah, just just have know. him in the background, just waving. Like, hello, you remember me? I'm Adam Hang Cole. Call, I was in the Bullet Club. Was you in that too? <laughs> <laughs> I think you was, wasn't I'm, you? I'm kind of um I'm kind of hoping that we move away from the whole um ex Bullet Club member wrestlers end up just doing Bullet Club forever um thing. So I'm kind of hoping that I'm kind of hoping that Adam Cole actually grows as a performer. Um, join his upcoming face run, if I'm honest. And join um, the kingdom again. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I, 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 hope, I hope we get to see a new side of him. I do. Like One that's not... Just... We've had the same Adam Cole for like five years, haven't we? You know what I mean? I think you'll find we've had the same Adam Cole for all of his career. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean... <laughs> The post Bullet Club it's Adam Cole, I am the best a bit more in the arrogant world. Along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I I just want to see something new from him. Uh, you know, if in six months' time he's back in a trio with um, with Kin Undisputed Era or whatever, I the won't Kingdom. be surprised. I won't be surprised. Well, Bobby Fish is in Impact. Kyle O'Reilly is still injured. Well, the best thing they can do if if Kyle O'Reilly does end up in AEW um, as they continue, the best thing that they can do is separate him from Adam Cole. Put him in the kingdom with Adam Cole. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me! So yeah, that's that's my thoughts on Adam Cole. Um, Bebe, Bebe, Jay. Anything else? Do that. Remember. Yeah, yeah, I am contractually obliged. Anything else to add? No. <laughs> you have been listening to JFame. Yeah. It's been yeah. a pretty simple show. <laughs> yeah. We're back. We are back. We're going to be doing more shows. We're going to be doing more podcasting. Yeah, I think I'm going to be so well. much more. Lots, lots, lots more fun. Lots more fun. Um, yeah, Taz will be returning soon. Um, don't know in what's, what what kind of context, but we'll see. Because he's, um, he's my best friend. I've not seen him in like months. Yeah, or well, years. Years, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean... Our last, our last literally, episode literally of J Fabe. Our last episode of J Fabe was um, WrestleMania thirty-seven. It's true. Yeah, I might have yeah. to tweet him to see if he's all right. I'm sure he'll be fine. I hope he remembers his password. You can, you can find me <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> At JF Rich, you can find Jay on Twitter. He won't reply to you, but he is, he is I am not a robot. He's, he can't remember his password. Yeah, this, this is an issue. I might have to, like, reset it. <laughs> mm. But other than that, we're going to be back. We'll probably be back next week. We do next week? Yeah, do next week. Yeah, should we talk about probably. some AEW, some WWE, some NJPW, some of the wrestling news? We'll talk about all of it, won't yeah, we? Yeah, maybe some GCW, maybe throw a bit of that in there as well. 
Yeah, I don't watch GCW. I'm, I'm not really. But um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'll be more, more than happy for you to catch me up, mate. More than happy for you to catch me up. I mean, you've never watched any of it, so that'd be a long show. Bye, everybody. Bye.